Yo, my people, thanks for tuning into the Grateful Yardy Podcast. It's your boy, Drew Wrestling, talking professional wrestling on the ends. You can now find me on Twitter, that is DWrestling99, on Instagram, that is Drew underscore Wrestling99, and if you want to get a little old school, folks, and hit me up with an email, that is Mr. Drew Wrestling 99 at gmail.com. And on this episode, we are going through WWE's final roadblock before they hit WrestleMania, which was Fastlane, presented to you live and direct on Peacock, the WWE Network, and wherever else you stream or watch WWE content. And it was brought to you live... From the Thunderdome in Tropicana Field, a.k.a. the worst stadium in Major League Baseball. So we started the night on the pre-show, and that was Riddle defending his United States Championship against Mustafa Ali. After Riddle had a hot start, Ali got the upper hand but could not put Riddle away. Riddle hit a comeback and then hit a final flash knee to the face of Ali, but Ali kicked out. Riddle went for a floating bro, but Ali got his knees up. Ali shot, got in for or got a submission on Riddle. On on, but Riddle was unable to power was uh, was able to power out. Sorry, I know how to speak. Trust me, I do. Riddle then hit. A super bro Derek from the second top rope for the one, two, three, and retains his United States Championship. And at the end of the match, Ali is yelling at his group retribution after the match. Ali told Reckoning to get back in line, but she walked away. Slapjack also walked away, and T Bar and Mace then laid Ali out with the high justice choke slam. My thoughts are it was a decent match, and I'm glad to see that Retribution has finally decided to turn on Ali. I hope, as a group, all of them take off their mask and go back to the characters they were before they were put in this horrible group that didn't have any direction to begin with. Now we head to the pay-per-view portion of Fastlane, and the first match of the night is Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler putting up their Women's Tag Team Championships against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, which those two are supposedly going to have a singles match at WrestleMania for SmackDown Women's Championship. Your boy Reginald was in the corner of Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Shayna and Nia worked over Bianca in the early part of the match until Bianca was finally able to tag Sasha. Bianca tagged back into and hit a 450, but Reginald got on the top, on the apron, but was knocked off. Sasha had Bianca in the bank. Yeah, Sasha had Sasha had the bank statement on Nia. Let me get this right. Bianca then ran to the top, but Nia to stop Nia, but Nia pushed Bianca into Sasha, which broke the hold. Sasha yelled at Bianca, but then Sasha, then Shayna rolled up Sasha for no un, der, trois, three count. After the match, Sasha then blamed Bianca, caused Sasha a rookie, and gave her one bitch box across her lip. Decent match. 
glad to see the tag team titles didn't go on the two people that are facing each other for a major singles title at WrestleMania. And the slap and calling Bianca rookie by Sasha just heats up their feud going into WrestleMania. Then it's a backstage segment, folks. Backstage segment with Shane was on crutches and he was icing his knee. Elias and Jackson Riker appear with a WrestleMania pitch for the greatest musical performance ever. And Shane said it wasn't a good time. But he ended saying, I have a great idea. That leads to something later on in the program. Then we have the IC title match, which is Big E versus the Nigerian prince himself, Apollo Crews. The two went right it right away when the bell rang to start the match. Big E dominated the early parts of the match, but Cruz was finally able to take Big E down with a drop kick to the knee. Cruz went for a small package, but Big E reversed it, reversed the momentum, and Big E was counted down. Cruz immediately attacked Big E after the match and laid him out with an angle smack slam. Good match. Continues a feud, maybe another TV match on SmackDown, or these two face each other again with some type of stipulation down the road at WrestleMania. Then we have Braun Strowman was supposed to take on Shane McMahon, but due to Shane McMahon's injury, in quotation marks, Elias takes Shane's place for this match. So um, in the ring, Shane wanted to hear Elias play. But Shane said, then Shane then said, announced that Elias was his replacement, which we all knew that was coming. We didn't think that Shane was going to actually wrestle this match. Riker saves Elias in the early part of the match. Elias hits a chop block from behind to gain the upper hand. Elias then hits a flying elbow, but Strowman powers out. Strowman regains control and won with his running powerbomb. I was glad to see that Shane... That was the end of the match. But I was glad to see that Shane didn't wrestle. However, this was just a holdoff for the Shane and Braun match at WrestleMania. The AKA roll up a thing and smoke outside match. The bathroom match. Make some nachos match. Maybe fry up two dumplings. Maybe make a pot of stew peas match. That's the match that you want to might do those things. And come back when a better match came out. Match next up after that was Shinsuke Nakamura going up against Seth Rollins. Rollins dominated the early part of the match and talked trash to Nakamura. Rollins complained about the 22 swing rotations from Cesaro two weeks ago on SmackDown and attempted to swing Nakamura, but Nakamura was able to counter it. The match went back and forth with several near falls until Rollins eventually got the win with the stomp. Good match. Showcase Rollins. Nakamura is always going to give you the top-notch performance that he does. And all this is is the the stepping stone towards a Seth and Cesaro match at WrestleMania, which I am looking forward for. Then after that match was the no-holes-barred match between the Celtic warrior Sheamus and Braveheart's own Drew McIntyre. 
Drew McIntyre in his entrance came out with a brave heart influ- influenced blue and white face paint. Good touch on his behalf with that one. The fight began or the fight between Sheamus and McIntyre quickly went from outside of the ring. Sheamus got the upper hand by using the candlesticks and then um, it was McIntyre's turn to use the, use the, turn the tables and use the candlesticks on Sheamus. McIntyre sh- struck the candlestick into the into Sheamus's eye. That's just a play up of what was going on in 2020 with Seth and Ray with the eye for an eye, a tool for a tool. By biblical ramifications there. I just hope nobody really lose their yai. Trust me, I love wrestling, but when them do these kind of things and go well over the top, it's not necessary. The match later went over the barricade by the Thunderdome screens. I, I need to say that word. My, 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 my dad used to say TV screen or screams. It's TV screen. Let me get it right. Um, Drew then tossed Sheamus through a set of screens and sparks started to fly. Back at ringside, Sheamus hit a bro kick and sent McIntyre over the barricade. Sheamus then yelled at McIntyre and said... He should be the main event of Mania, and please let's not make another triple threat match because later on in the main event, that's what we seem like we're leading to. Sorry for the spoiler and no alert. Uh, Sheamus then put McIntyre through a tape. The announce table with white nose. They were piped in. This is awesome chance. Back in the ring, McIntyre hits a Future Shock DDT into a piece of the table and then hit the Claymore kick for the one, two, three to get the victory. This match was a strong match and right on par with these guys, television matches that they've been having the last few weeks where they beat the living Ross Klott out of each other. Um, This, it was this, this type of match designed to heat up McIntyre for his challenge at Mania and him, he and Sheamus have great chemistry in their match, but the booking here always leaves your head kind of, you're kind of confused and don't really understand what they might do with the booking going forward. Then up next, my gosh, you might have gone to the bathroom for this one. It was Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Randy started coughing up the black thing out of his mouth from weeks before while he was doing his entrance polls. Then Alexa Bliss made her entrance to a distorted version of the Fire from Funhouse song. The bell rang to start the match, but fire came out of the ring post. Maybe that was another shot at AEW. Who knows? Orton then charged at Alexa, but missed and went into the pool. On the outside of the ring, Alexa looked up and at a lighting ring, and it almost fell on the Orton. Then they got into the ring, and Alexa shot a fireball towards Orton, but he blocked it. A burnt hand appeared from under the ring, and it's the Fiend popping out. Alexa knocked over, or knocked Orton into the Fiend. We hit a sister Abigail. Alexa pinned Orton for the one, two, three. And this was closer to me taking too much edibles or hydroponic experience than a wrestling match. But I'm glad they kept it to a minimum and it just continues to feud with these three going into Mania. 
Then it is time for your main event of the evening, and that is Roman Reigns, the reigning, defending Universal Heavyweight Champion of the World, with his special counsel, Paul Heyman, versus the leader of the Yes Movement, Daniel Bryan, with Edge as the special enforcer. Daniel almost got a heel hook on, the, on early, but Reigns was able to get to the ropes. Brian was smiling and psychologically messing with Reigns like he did leading into this match on Friday Night Smackdown. Reigns was eventually able to get the upper hand on Brian. Reigns took Brian to the outside where he started talking trash towards Edge. Reigns put a hold on his own, including a Boston Crab, but Brian was able to make the comeback. Brian got several near falls, but could and put Reigns away. Brian got a yes shot, but Reigns was able to break out of it. Brian went for a heat running knee, but the referee and hit the referee accidentally. Reigns hit a spear, and since the referee was down, Edge got into the ring and counted, but Brian kicked out. Brian got the yes lock in again, but Jay ran into the ring and super kicked both Edge and Brian. Jay got a chair, but Brian was able to hit Jay with the running knee. Brian used the chair on Jay. Brian swung the chair at Reigns, but accidentally hit Edge. Reigns then hit a Superman punch at Brian and went for to Spear, but Brian got the yes lock in again, and that's a lot to say right there. Brian then tapped out. Reigns tapped out, but Edge hit both Brian and Reigns with a chair. Edge then headed to the backstage area in anger. A new referee came down, and Reigns covered Brian for the one, two, three. Overall, to me, that was a decent match. But this, and like I was saying before, on a other place I was at, another universe, another time ago, no shade thrown there. Um. I'm never a fan of three-way dances at WrestleMania. I think these matches should go one-on-one. -on -one, and all of this setting up Brian or in, to insert Brian into this main event match is just discredits all the work that Edge did at the Royal Rumble. That now makes his Royal Rumble win kind of null and void. I give, for me, overall, this show is a thumbs up. It's leading towards everything that you want to see at WrestleMania. Going forward, the people that are on the card right now, their build will continue and hopefully they get decent storylines and decent builds to WrestleMania so it's enjoyable for all of us wrestling fans. So the next time you hear me speak about wrestling will be on Monday Night Raw, which is the fallout of this show that I just finished reviewing. And if you want to hear personal stuff, you can always check me out when I drop some personal non-wrestling type of podcast, also on the Grateful Yardy Podcast, which is available, folks. We on Anchor.fm. We on Spotify. We on Google Play um, Podcast. We on Apple Podcasts. And we, wherever else in the world that you find your podcast, including another place called Overcast. So, folks, thanks for tuning in. We love you. We respect you. 
Hopefully you're keeping safe in this time that we know as COVID-19. Listen to whatever your country is telling you to do to be safe. Go out and get that vaccine when it is available to you. And until then, God bless and remain grateful. Peace.